Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Welcome to the Kent Online podcast on Thursday, July the 23rd. Our top story today, the man in charge of child protection in Kent is warning of a potential surge in reports of abuse and neglect once all pupils return to school. Matt Dunkley is head of the team that looks after care for vulnerable youngsters in the county. He fears there'll be a huge rise in referrals when all lessons restart as teachers spot signs again. Worst case scenario is it could be as much as 250% increase on what we would normally see in September. Now, none of us know, we've not been in this position before, but we're already seeing uh, demand returning to normal levels from schools. The number of children in care is already at a 10-year high. Sarah Spencer is a social worker in Ramsgate. We have seen a drop in the referrals coming through our front door, which makes us concerned because they are quite a few vulnerable children now who have no professionals involved with their lives and we can't see what their lived experiences is day to day. In today's other top stories, a man who killed his wife in a head-on crash in Tenterden after falling asleep at the wheel has been jailed. 72-year-old Thomas Wibley from Temple Way in East Morling had been suffering from sleep apnea when it happened on Cranbrook Road in April last year. The court heard he'd dozed off behind the wheel three times in the weeks before but carried on driving. He's been locked up for 32 months. There are concerns over plans for 120 extra seats outside an oyster shack on the seafront in Whitstable. Owners of the forge near Sea Wall in the town want to build decking on the beach for customers. Opponents think it could become a hot spot for antisocial behaviour. An application is currently being considered by the council. Almost one in five coronavirus deaths across the country are happening at hospitals in East Kent. 65 people have died with COVID-19 at hospitals in Canterbury, Ashford, Margate, Dover and Folkestone in the last month. Health bosses say the figures could be because there's an older population in East Kent. They're getting help from NHS England to control the spread of infection. A teenager's been arrested on suspicion of attempted murder after a man was kicked onto railway tracks in Kent. The victim wasn't injured during the attack, which happened at Herne Bay Station last month. Police have also released CCTV images, which you can see at Kent Online, of more people they want to speak to. Now, a Kent bereavement charity that normally helps parents who've suffered the loss of a baby is now hoping to support people who've been affected by the pandemic. Making Miracles has been given funding to provide counselling to anyone who's lost a loved one due to coronavirus. It's feared many may not have been able to grieve properly due to restrictions around funerals and may be suffering from shock. Kelly Wells is the charity's chief exec. We've heard the stories of people you know, their partners walking out to ambulances and then never coming home again, not being able to go and see them in the hospital, having to say goodbye to them on a FaceTime without even knowing, you know, if they can hear you or not having that that personal touch to be able to touch them and be near them, not being able to go and see them when they're in the chapel of rest. Um, Even the funerals are different, you know, they're not allowed to wear clothes. They've had all these different kinds of things happening to them that aren't the usual process of bereavement. So for them, it's absolutely alien. And it is a shock and it is, it's like it's surreal. And how can you begin to process and accept that your loved one has died when you've not been there and seen it as such? Because, you know, usually that, that is the case. You're able to have that opportunity if you, if you can. 
what sort of impact does that have on somebody? Because you say you can kind of perhaps in some cases with what you normally deal with the, the baby losses, mm. maybe a few similarities because perhaps the baby's been stillborn, they didn't ever know the baby, that sort of thing. Yeah. And what sort of impact on an individual would that have? Well, especially, I guess, with a miscarriage, more so than probably the stillbirth. Um, with miscarriage, you don't get to do those things because you don't have a physical baby as such you know um you don't have anything to be able to do with the funerals you don't have all those kind of things that they're kind of parallel to the covid crisis although obviously you do have your loved one that you can have a funeral for with baby loss there are similar things going alongside it um and it's that acceptance because you know how can you mourn and get over something and start to accept it when it's just such a shock it's such a trauma and it's like you're not there you know and it's the same with baby loss in that way um it's like it's just happening around you it's not actually you being part of it it's like a bad dream and um, that's how i can explain it really and presumably for some people it will affect them in different ways at different times they might initially not yeah. be too bad but in a couple of months time maybe when they're getting out and about a bit more seeing friends other family it could mm. hit them then well the whole thing with lockdown was that reality wasn't it i mean it was tough for everybody let alone someone that's lost somebody there is that sense of um even the grief for your normal life um, in lockdown. So I think as people start to, we start to get towards, you know, normality, um, coming out of lockdown, uh, restrictions easing, things like that. I think people will then start to think, oh my goodness, because at the moment it's like everyone's in this surreal bubble. Um, and that acceptance isn't there yet because it's still so surreal to everybody right now. But as reality hits, people will, you know, they will need to, um, they'll need to get some support. Kent Online News. A man who was stabbed several times outside a pub in Dartford has said he can never forgive the attacker. At Kent Online, you can see the injuries suffered by Stephen Hooper after he was attacked by the flying boat in May last year. A 32-year-old man from Strood was acquitted of attempted murder by reason of insanity. He's now at a secure hospital. Council bosses in part of the county say they may have to effectively declare bankruptcy as they face a £3 million shortfall due to the coronavirus pandemic. Thanet District Council could be forced to freeze spending with its cabinet meeting next week to discuss whether to use its reserves to plug the funding gap. Elsewhere, Chatham has been named one of the top three places in the UK to benefit from the country's new work-from-home culture. Researchers have studied mobile phone data to see which places have recovered from lockdown and those which are still struggling. London is right at the bottom because office workers haven't been able to go in, but commuter towns like Basildon, Birkenhead and Chatham are at the top. Now, there are calls for a plaque to be put up in Chatham to remember the first black train guard at London's Euston Station. Asquith Xavier lived in the town and campaigned to overturn a racist policy in the 60s, which meant only white people could work in customer-facing roles. Medway councillor Siju Adoye says he should be more widely recognised. What Xavier uh, did is no different to what Rosa Park did when it came to the issue of... Um, you know, the black black cannot or colour people cannot sit in part of the bus. She wants an honorary plaque to be installed at Chatham Railway Station so people can learn more about him. Over on the website, you can see dramatic footage of a high-speed police chase through Greenhive, which led to the arrest of a serial car thief. Cobain Holden tried to get away from officers in April after stealing a number of vehicles from homes in Gillingham. The 23-year-old from Timberleys in Littlehampton has now been jailed for three and a half years.
Plans for a new sports centre in Northfleet and almost 600 new homes in Gravesend have moved forward, despite concerns from residents. People are angry about proposals for blocks of flats to be built on the current Horn Yard and Market Square car parks, as well as other major developments in the area, but councillors have voted to push forward with the idea. Sara Larson's been chatting to our sister radio station KMFM about new single Love Me Land and what that could look like. Love Me Land is kind of a place in your heart or your mind where you go when love just feels right. So sometimes when you break up with someone, you might be in a position where you're like, ugh, I will never find someone like this person again. I'll never fall in love again. Maybe I don't even want to fall in love again because I'm hurt, you know, all those things. And then all of a sudden you meet someone and you're like, what? I never thought that. You know, you just want to spend all your time with this person and it makes you feel just joyful, blissful. I'm really happy with it. Oh, I'm so pleased. It is, like you say, the ultimate pop song. It is just such a banger. Um, It's a little different. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of what I've done. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a kind of different vibe for you, like especially with the video Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about that in a minute because I want to ask, if we were Mm -hmm. in Love Me Land right now, can you tell (laughs) me like what we'd see and do? Because I'm kind of like imagining a Willy Wonka (laughs) chocolate factory vibe. But like maybe with some more love hearts. I don't know. Yes, that's incredible. But that's the fun part about it is that it's not necessarily, even though it sounds like a, a a place, like an amusement park almost. Like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka's Factory is a great example because ultimately it's whatever you want it to be. Like it's not a place that exists. It's like a place that exists in, in you. So um I, it could be such a fun like event to do to try to build like a love me land for people to walk through and almost like an exhibition if you want it to be willie's factory then it is <laughs> <laughs> that's the beauty oh, of that's it. my love me land i love that so yeah. all of our love me lands are different <laughs> oh my 100%. god so what tell me about your love me land i mean you've kind of touched on it already but just tell me more <laughs> I mean, I would say mine is probably very sparkly. Okay. Mine's probably like super sparkly, soft, maybe has some like um, nice like faux fur and like velvety rooms. Oh. Maybe like, yeah, that's my love for sure. <laughs> oh my God, it sounds wonderful. <laughs> Can I have an invite? It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely. So I've seen, obviously, the big old news at the moment is that you had a couple of collaborations um, on your, <laughs> on your. I know everyone's asked you this already. I just know it. Um, on your yeah. album with Ed Sheeran and Ariana Grande and you've decided not to put them on the album which I, I quite well, like in a way but can you can you like tell us more like why did you decide to do that yeah well I just have to clarify it um I never had any features with them so we wrote songs together and like Ariana's been in the room and put down backing vocals but unfortunately I don't even think if I put that song on the album that you would be able to really hear her beautiful vocals um so I haven't like scrapped the feature with her because honestly even if and I'm not saying it would be because it would be very very hard but let's play with the thought like me and Ariana had a song and somehow it was like the worst song on the album I would still kind of put it on there just because yeah it's her yeah like, come on um no I don't know if I would but you know what I'm saying like I I'm such a big fan but at the same time I 
No, I don't know if I would, but I, I want all of my songs to be the, I want my album to be the best, best, best album. And I don't want to like use the names just because. Yeah, to sell that. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As you heard, she also cleared up those rumours as to why Ariana Grande won't be appearing on her next album. If you missed the hit list with Emma Jo last night, you can listen now at kmfm.co.uk. And as the school summer holidays get underway, Kent's biggest shopping centre have confirmed they're bringing back the beach. It's the fourth year it's been created at Blue Water, but this time around will include social distancing, track and trace and reduced capacity. Guests are being urged to book a day in advance and it's open until September. September the 6th. That's it for today, but you can also now subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to iliffmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.